your Locked On NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everyone, happy Tuesday. You are listening to Locked On NHL, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and today's show is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. My name is Sarah Affampato. I am hosting your show today. We're doing a little bit of a switcheroo this week uh, as I am bringing you part two of our mock draft show. Your regular Tuesday edition with Mike and Joe will be on tomorrow. We're just sort of shifting stuff around because we've got some more draft talk for you as we get ready to kick off the NHL draft tonight. First things first, before we get into the rest of the show, do make sure you tune in for our live draft reaction show. That is going to be happening tonight. We're starting things at 9 p.m. Eastern time, so make sure you check in with the Locked on NHL Pods Twitter account. It'll have all the links that you need to log in to view the whole stream online. Uh, So again, that is going to be tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern, so we're going to get started a little bit after the draft has already been going, so we've had some time to kind of collect our thoughts and and react to what is already happening that night in the draft. So make sure you give that a watch. So on yesterday's show, and if you missed that, you should go back and listen to it at some point in time because that is our mock draft show. Uh, Yesterday, we made picks one through 10, and I welcomed on hosts from across the network representing the top 10 draft picks in this year's draft, all to give their picks and give their reasoning behind it. And then because we're a bunch of nerds who like hockey and like talking to each other, We ended up talking for quite some time after we were done making picks about other things we think could happen in the draft, other needs that are going to get addressed, where we think other players who might go, who fell out of the top 10, all that great stuff. So that is today's show, is the continuation of yesterday's mock draft show. Today is the mock draft discussion extravaganza, let's say. We are just going to go right into that. Again, yesterday's show was the mock draft itself. Go back and listen to that if you missed it. And now let's talk about what happened. So no trades, no wild movements, a couple of uh, steals in the draft. Any thoughts from from my group here, looking back on the draft, on your picks? uh, Do you think that what you guys picked is what your teams are going to pick? Or or are we going to see something crazy? Are we going to see teams trading out of the top 10? Who knows what's going to happen? What do you guys think? Well, three people in here have multiple picks, and I know Trey, the Devils, and the Sens have three first-rounders each. I'll ask you, Trey, who do you think was the surprise in that top ten? Uh, the surprise, in my opinion, is I just feel as though I have the most surprising one because it's just like everyone on in the New Jersey Devils organization is just saying, okay, let's draft this center, let's draft this winger, let's draft you know this offensive player, this or that and the other. And I'm just like – in my honest opinion, I, I, I've taken the other side of this argument, which is uh, we need defense. This is why I was a huge fan of the Riley Walsh signing, because we need young defensive men. Because at this point, I'm just waiting for the Seattle crack an expansion draft so that way they could either take Subban or Zajac, one of those two, or both. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. But I, 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 at this point, we need young defensive men to develop because Subban is not there. Mueller, not there. Severson, great, not there. Because, you know, they're, they're not going to stick with us for this rebuild. I'd be stunned if they did. I, I just feel like we, we need defense, and I believe, so six picks in, no one's gone with defense. And I was the first one to say, 
I'm going with a defensive man. I'm not going to go with a, a center. I'm not going to go with a winger. Yeah, Harrison does have a point. Who selected Quinn? What, what was your thought process there? Yeah, that was us in uh, Ottawa. Basically, with Detroit taking Perfetti or uh, Raymond instead of Perfetti, that basically played our hand. The After getting a number one center, the need for a goal-scoring right winger is right there. And just the shot that Jack Quinn has growing up uh, or playing in our backyard with the 67s, I just think position-wise, it made the most sense for us. And we can try to hit other positions later on the draft with one of our 13 draft picks this year. And Jack Quinn's one of those guys who burst on, onto the scene, right? He had 16 goals at the OHL level last season. And somebody mentioned he's an early birthday. So he's one of the older guys in this draft. Some would say, you know what, 52 goals, like you're on the number one team in the CHL. Are you getting carried at all? 34 goals at even strength led the entire Canadian Hockey League. Here's a list of OHL players who have had more goals in a single season than Jack Quinn in their draft year. And let's remember, the season wasn't even able to be finished. It's Patrick Kane had 62. Stamkos and John Tavares each had 58. That's the end of the list. Yeah, I think my thought with Quinn is that, for me, a top five pick when I saw the, the players that were on the board. If I were to go, you know, at, at five, and Holtz was still on the board. Holtz would have been immediately my pick because, like, in a lot of ways, Holtz looks huh. like the Swedish Kyle Connor to me. And Kyle Connor for me is a very frustrating player. When he's scoring goals, he's immensely gifted and one of the best one-on-one -on -one matchup men with a, a beautiful release. It's just that the rest of his play is is kind of a problem. But if you want pure goal scoring, that's what you got. I, I think for me, Quinn is actually a lot more of a playmaker than he gets credit for. And this is something that some underlying tracking has found is that he's actually a pretty good setup guy. It's just, I think about how he's accomplished a lot of his goal scoring ability, which is definitely kind of uh, on his release and sort of, I think he's actually a pretty crafty player. And it's just, I'm, I look at Holtz and what he's accomplished in the men's league. It's a really tough sell. I think Holtz for me has that release. That's just one to be afraid of. Uh, if he's yeah. already doing it against pro goaltending, like Holtz for me, that dude is going to slap in like 30 to 40 a year. I was just going to say, I guess my question for everybody is how sure are we that the, the top three are going to go top three? Because like we were talking about on our show yesterday, Philip Sedina was never supposed to fall to the Red Wings at number six in 2018. Seth Jones was never supposed to fall to the four in what was that? 2014. Yeah. So, I mean, like you have, you go in and we've spent so long talking about it way longer than usual. So I guess it, it, it just kind of gets beat into you a little bit but I mean are we positive that that's kind of how it ends up well I was talking to John uh last month uh in our crossover I said is there because I had a friend come onto the show as a guest star and he said you know he wouldn't be surprised if the Rangers just you know fudge this up and just uh you know just pass on Lafreniere I asked John is there any chance that happens and he said mm, not likely just yeah, like I put, I put well, it in the only variable that I'm I mean, really thinking about. It would be the Kings that would switch things up here. Yeah. Yeah. Byfield would be taken so fast at three if yeah. Los Angeles yeah. doesn't take so him. Fast. And and Dorian said we we know what we're doing at three. It just depends on what the Kings do. I'm not convinced yeah. it's Stutzel, though. I think there's a chance that it's Lucas Raymond because they've liked yeah. to go for the safer player in the past in terms of a two-way game. Uh, you look at both forwards and D yeah. that, you, that they've drafted since Dorian was named GM. Trent Mann is the, the head scout. He does all the – and it's always safe picks. And Lucas Raymond is definitely a, a safer pick than Tim Stutzla. I just needed a center at three. 
that's that's basically the only argument that I would have taken over Raymond. We we've had the debate plenty of times on the lockdown senators. It's a toss up for us, but the positional need just takes advantage because of Holtz, which we talked about, and Jack Quinn. If they don't get Lucas Raymond, the number one right wing in the draft, it's okay to to get your backup rather than the the gap between Stutzla and let's say Rossi at, at center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's why I had Holtz pretty much all the way. Is that's the Ducks' biggest need. I mean, they do love their Swedes. They've drafted them in the past with, obviously, you have Ricard Raquel, who's an all-star, Hampus Lindholm, who's an all-star, uh, Larson, you know, a plethora of Do I need to grab like. my Jakob Silverberg jersey out of the closet? <laughs> Silphie! You know what? Say what you will, but that guy's an all-star caliber player, so you can grab that Silphie jersey whenever you want. That is fine with me. Oh, he's going to go get it. <laughs> he's going to go get it. I, I will give props you to him. You told him to. I did. There is more draft talk coming up right after this on Locked on NHL. First, though, let's chat about rockauto.com, because if you are a person with a car and you are a person with a car that needs things to be fixed on it, chances are you don't have the time to waste to go jumping from store to store or checking a million different websites. You just want to get the thing fixed. RockAuto.com has everything you could possibly need for your car or your truck. All you have to do is go online, check out their catalog. It is super easy to navigate. It's very quick to find out all the parts that they have available for your specific car. And then you just pick what you want and then you buy it. Prices are always reliably low and they're the same whether you're a professional or a do-it-yourselfer. So you are going to be saving money by shopping at RockAuto.com. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or your truck. Write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Speaking of trying to save time and not wanting to go driving around everywhere all day long looking for what you need, probably if you're trying to save time looking for car parts, you're also trying to save time looking to feed yourself. You have so much to do. Your to-do list is endless. So give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. Ordering is super easy. Just open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door thanks to the new contactless delivery drop-off setting in DoorDash. There's over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, so you can support whatever your favorite restaurant is. All because you can't dine indoors in a lot of places doesn't mean that restaurants are closed. Many of your favorite places are still open for delivery, so just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will come right to you. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. That is $5 off your first order and zero delivery fees when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. Don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONNHL for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. And now we've got more very strong feelings about the 2020 NHL draft. The, the funny thing is with uh, the top two or three that you're talking about, I thought there was more, maybe not so much with the Rangers getting the top, top pick, but I know like we were even debating it on Lockdown Wild when they were doing the second phase of the, the draft lottery. Like is Byfield more fitting to the wild if you go number one? And so it was kind of more like a, there might be more of a question. Plus there's also late steam in the, in, out there that, Maybe Byfield is worth taking number one uh, over Lafreniere. And 
there was a little bit out there, like maybe there was more of a question there than necessarily between Byfield and Stutzla. I think one and two may be more, more interchangeable than say two and three. I think there is a little bit of a drop off to Stutzla, even though Stutzla is, much, is a very, very fine player. I, I agree with that. But you're right. The, whoever said it before, the Kings could mess everything yeah, they, up. They could, and, and I think that, you know, Rob Blake does kind of play it safe. I don't think he's going to go totally off the board. Stutzel is going to be interesting to see where he goes because I've seen some mock drafts and some, you know, draft analysis, draft ranking that has him a little further down and falling to teams a little further in that top 10. And so it really does hinge so much on what Rob Blake and his scouting staff decide to do is going to impact so much of the rest of the order. And, and you know, I, I think about the year that Columbus selected Pierre-Luc Dubois and everyone was like, why are you picking this kid? Like, he's not, you're going totally off the board. And they were like, he is the player who is the best for us. He's going to suit the needs that we have. We need someone down the middle. And now years later, he is, a superstar for that team and he is going to be you know the number one center for that team for a long time unless they you know do something crazy it's Columbus who knows think of that draft of someone jumping up because a team saw their organizational need and they took that more seriously or put more importance on that than they did on who is the best guy at this position so I think there's a lot of choices that are going to be real weird maybe Sarah, do you think that there's any chance Rob Blake selects a defenseman at number two? He keeps saying he he has, you know, three or four guys that he's thinking about, and one of them has to be a defenseman. Yes. I would. Yeah, you would. Keep thinking, Rob. I've talked about it on, on my show, but, like, they don't have another Drew Doughty. They don't have another number one guy anywhere in the pipeline. Drew Doughty in his prime, let's say, instead of Drew Doughty now. Uh, but they don't have that. That is a big spot of weakness for the team. And so you look at uh, uh, Jamie Drysdale, who, as I've said when I was on uh, your guys' show, the Senators' show, I watched clips of him and I was like, holy crap, this guy is a video game. Like, he he's wild to watch. And so I, I think that they're probably considering it. I wouldn't be surprised to see it happen. And I, I would kind of like to see it just because it would create such chaos in the draft. We're so used to just everything kind of going how we expect it to do. I don't know that Rob Blake is the agent of chaos this year, but it's like a whole week worth of shows if he did. Sarah, yeah, well, you, you, you and I both know Rob Blake. You know that he would be the kind of guy that would do that. <laughs> Let's hope so. Okay. So, Let's say a crazy situation. Drysdale goes to obviously Sens take Byfield. Nolan, are you going with Stutzla at that point? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. easy. Put yeah. him aside on the I German national team and let him go. Absolutely. I yeah. tweeted out a video the other day. It was just Mo Sider walking out of the uh, I saw, I saw Team Germany it. locker room and with he was the just C? Yeah, he had the C oh, on, right? dude. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what. Uh, shake that. I'm an M Acon. Just just shouting it in his uh, little German accent. It was beautiful. I'm like, this is the future. Oh, I've so never I been... I you guys to get Stutzler now. Just uh, oh, that's what I'm saying. Byfield. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And you guys get Byfield, so it's a good consolation prize. And then we duke it out in the, in the Atlantic for... Yeah, until February, until yeah. <laughs> Nothing screams future like a song that's 13 years old. <laughs> hey, um, and who respects his tradition, which is a good thing in this in this city. Nolan, while, while I have your attention, uh, so the Detroit Red Wings obviously acquire Mark Stahl. Don't know why he's awful. Uh, from the Rangers. And, uh, John, it has been confirmed that uh, Lundquist will be uh, 
waived by the um, by the um, or bought out bought out by the um, Rangers. I don't know if you saw that, but um, yeah. what was what was the point of that Mark Stahl trade again? Because that doesn't make. I mean, it makes sense for the Rangers because I wouldn't want him on my team. But why would you take uh, Mark Stahl? Like, what what, what well, is he going to bring? Well, so basically, they didn't. Uh, did you know they traded future considerations for him, which uh, might likely be nothing. Like Chris Draper was traded for one dollar. Uh, and a future considerations trade. That's like one of the famous stories around Detroit. But the idea behind it is basically you buy a second round draft pick by offering the Rangers the chance to get that contract off of their books because the Red Wings have ample cap space. So you say, you know what, because we suck and we don't have any good hockey players worth paying any money, we're going to do ourselves a favor and hopefully eventually get a player that we, we can pay money later on down the road with the second round pick that we pretty much it's it's literally buying a draft pick yeah the red wings i mean i i don't want to speak for the red wings you know obviously i have left on range i have left on rangers but i think from their perspective they don't realistically see themselves competing next season so they can say all the right things like oh you know we're happy to have mark saw blah 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 but really they're just they're okay with overpaying him for just one season because they know that they're not going to win the stanley cup next season anyway so it's worth it to just overpay mark saw for one year and then either trade him at the deadline next season or just move on from him uh, when his contract expires at the end of next season. I mean, I, I, Nolan, would you agree with that? Yeah, and I, I think, you know, obviously there's an element to it too of he's a veteran guy in the locker room. And I think sometimes that gets a little bit overblown or maybe overvalued. But I think Mark Stahl, of all people, I mean, 999 games with the Rangers, just a, the consummate professional, was a shutdown defenseman on that blue line for a long, long time. And when you look at the Red Wings team last year, like uh, I, I think the big problem is it's not that they weren't good players, but they weren't good players who added any value long-term or short-term. Mark Stahl, whatever it may be, as, as marginal as it might be, has some sort of long-term value simply by being a presence when Mo Sider comes up for his NHL tryout, when uh, Jared McIsaac, if he, if he gets a crack at the NHL this year, Phil Peronik, those guys, as they're trying to learn the game, learn from somebody who they know has been around the block, and, and it's not like just learning from Trevor Daly, which I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> I, I, I just went to a place there. I don't know. <laughs> We're going to wrap things up on the show in just a minute. First, don't forget, tune in tonight to our live draft reaction show starting at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Links will be available on our Twitter account at LockedOnNHLPods. So don't miss that tonight. Since you're going to be staying up late, you're probably going to need some energy to get through the evening. And that's where Built Bar comes in. They are the best tasting protein bar ever. They are healthy. They're all natural. They're low in sugar. They're low in calories and they are great for giving you that burst of energy that you need to, you know, stay up and watch the draft with us. There are lots of great flavors of Built Bars, including cookies and cream, carrot cake, German chocolate, orange, peanut butter brownie, and others. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft, they're easy to chew. The texture is kind of marshmallowy. So if you like marshmallows, which I certainly do, you're gonna enjoy Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com right now and use promo code locked on and you'll get $10 off your next order. Go check it out, see the flavors, get excited. Use promo code locked on for $10 off at builtbar.com. For some people, it isn't easy to talk about 
the issue of erectile dysfunction, it's something that people kind of brush off or just avoid entirely. But Roman makes it easy to talk about it. And you get to talk with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication to you. The whole process is simple, it is safe, and it is completely discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. When you work with a healthcare professional, you'll figure out what the best treatment plan is for you. And if medication is the path forward, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. Everything is super discreet. You don't have to go anywhere. You can do it from your computer. Getting started is super quick and easy. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there is Roman to help you out. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. Now, back to the draft talk. I think there is one thing that we haven't talked about that is kind of a bit of a bull in the room because it's going to be, I, I think it has the potential to cause a huge change in the rankings. And I think that's going to be Askarov. I think Askarov right now is just sitting there. He remains probably... Of the goaltending prospects, I, I'm not really into taking prospects who are goalies at top 10 picks, but if you are going to use one, I think there is an okay argument that Askarov presents an unbelievably rare mixture of physical talent, technique, and just superhuman reflexes where I think people start to think about it. I mean, the stuff that he's doing in the KHL, I think is like, what, 18? It's just not fair. I mean, like the kid is, he's genuinely gifted. And I think one of the top 10 teams is going to take a flyer. And unfortunately for the Wild, I kind of worry it's going to be the Wild. I don't, that necessarily know if that's, I don't necessarily know if that's worrisome, though, because we even debated. Uh, I think there's a lot of fans that are like, never take a goalie in the first round. Don't, don't do that. But I think that when you look at Yaroslav Askarov and you see some of the, the, the scouting reports, on him, and then they use – words like generational goalie talent and super athlete and all this stuff. I'm like, it is actually something that you put up for debate now. And it's something that we, uh, my Tony, my co-host on lockdown wild, we debated uh, a couple weeks ago. I mean, that is something that like, ideally, no, you're right. You probably don't take them. But if, if the, if the draft board and, you know, before the wild goes and it shakes out differently than say like we, what we did here, maybe, maybe Ottawa doesn't take Jack Quinn at number five again, you know, and, and you get the, the, the Lundell and the, and the Rossi and the Profetti is kind of go a little bit sooner than that. You, you, you go going best player available. And like I said, generational talent is not something that's often thrown around that, uh, and the wild certainly need goaltending. And I know they've got some, some up and comers, but I mean, the idea is nowhere near you, Askarov. At yeah. 18, yeah, right. At 18 years old, if you got somebody that can come in in a couple of years, uh, I know he's got the Russian factor and they've already kind of dealt with that with Kaprizov, but like, look, <laughs> if you got somebody that's going to come in and it's going to be a franchise goaltender for years, I mean, look at Vasilevsky, he's a good Stanley yeah. Cup winner. Obviously, that's obviously one of those things, but that's kind of who Askarov was, or was performing just as well in the KHL at 18 years old. So that's the name I was going to throw out there was Vasilevsky. He was another first rounder. I do think at nine, if the draft board shakes out that it is more than just a debate, it's an actual consideration. Now I do think that they do need to take a center prospect, but I wouldn't necessarily hate it. If that's the way that they went. Who's most likely to take Askarov? Do you think? I hear uh, Carolina a lot. 
if he falls to where Carolina is picking, which is, I think, 13. I've heard a lot of people suggest that they they don't really have a a strong goaltending pipeline. And that has been a weakness for the Hurricanes for quite some time is not really having anyone in net who is useful. Uh, And so that's what I've been hearing a lot is that they're kind of looking at him. I have this weird feeling Freddie Anderson's going to end up in Carolina. I don't know what it is. I know they drafted him way back in the day, <laughs> so never played for saying? him. I just have this weird feeling. Toronto and Carolina, they've made trades before. You saw the Patrick Marlowe for first rounder just last year. And uh, there's been some rumblings that Carolina's a team that really wants Freddie Anderson. Now, this is a situation, and I cover the Leafs at 1050 at TSN all the, all the time. And they're not leaving without a number one goalie. So it would be a situation where the free agent market is what it is with Braden Holpe, Jacob Markstrom as well. There's a lot of options that if, if Toronto can unload the five and a half that Anderson's making for an asset, they could reallocate that by wooing a free agent to come in without any assets given up. You're making it sound like it's going to be a mid first round pick, either somewhere between 13 to 15 at this point. For, for Askarov? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's a fair place to put him. And how fun would it be if he went to Toronto at 15? If they oh, got God. rid of Anderson, they sign a one-year ticket with Braden Holpe or something like that, t- sell a goalie on the chance to win with the core that the Leafs have, and then you, g- you get your franchise guy in a couple of years. I think if he falls to 15, which I don't think he will, I think he'll go closer to 10, but that would be uh, quite the scenario, all for Kasperi Kapanen going the other way. So Although That's something to consider, which we have not talked about, is uh, there's going to be the flat salary cap this year because of, you know, everything that's happened, but also you have the looming expansion draft in less than a year. So that's something else to kind of think about a little yeah, bit. Yeah. You don't want to have two goalies where it's an easy choice. Mm-hmm. We'll get another flurry Murray situation. <laughs> well guys, it has been a blast doing the mock draft. I can't wait to see how right or wrong all of us are. Uh, I'm going to go just in order in the way my screen is to, uh, give you all one last chance to pitch yourselves, your shows, and any anything that you want your last words to be on today's show. Uh, Ross and Brandon from Locked on Sends, where can people find you? What's up? What's your last thought? Pilsy, I've talked too much to tell you. Well, you can find us on Twitter at SendCentral, the Locked On Senators podcast. We've been pumping out interviews for this draft like crazy. The draft for the Senators has been the most exciting thing in over 200 days. We haven't played a game of hockey in a while, as like most of you. So we're excited to draft an elite goal scorer with pick number five. I'll let Ross take number three, the uh the summary there but pick number five jack quinn right in her own backyard in ottawa 52 goals in the ohl that's not too shabby at all there's an elite goal scoring right winger that we're penciling in our lineup for the next decade yeah so i've mentioned that he would be choice number two at right wing i think positionally it is what it is for ottawa at three you have to take a center at right at five you have to take a right wing and there's so many defensemen in that 15 to 50 range and the range on these defensemen are crazy. And they all have some sort of upside, whether it's offensive, defensive. That's where Ottawa has to build on the back end, take some risks. Because they do have seven picks in the first two rounds, nine in the first 70 picks of this NHL draft. So the, the flexibility is there. Will they make all those picks? No. But Pierre Dorian is going to be the busiest man in hockey. And just to finish off, they have nine players signed for next season. So the amount of movement that they have with their roster right now, they're $23 million under the floor, not the cap, the floor. So he's going to be a very interesting man to watch uh, going forward here, coming to the draft. 
All right. Thanks, guys. John with Locked on Rangers, where can people find you and any last thoughts? Yes. So you can find me on Twitter at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. And as far as last thoughts here, definitely tune into Locked on Rangers. We're going to be talking about, uh, well, certainly Henrik Lundqvist, uh, Mark Stahl. You know, we've talked a little bit about the trade there. The two longest tenured Rangers seemingly now both going to be on their way. And obviously, we'll continue talking about the draft, continue talking about the free agency, all that good stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun on Locked on New York Rangers. All right. Thank you. Jason, Locked on Ducks, you're up. Quack, 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 quack. First off, just to make Sarah Avampato laugh, we are not the home of the Cow Palace. <laughs> we are home to the Anaheim Mighty Ducks because I still freaking call them that. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, you can find my show at LO underscore Ducks, and you can follow me personally at StimpyJD, where no one here cares about hockey at all. I hate to say it, but as of right now, no one in SoCal gives a damn about hockey because the Lakers are in the finals and the Dodgers are in the playoffs. So really, no one cares. Well, I shouldn't say that. There are people that care because I'm still getting emails and still getting questions. Fine. But you know what I'm going to do next tomorrow? I'm going to watch the Dodgers. I'm going to watch the Lakers. So there may be some baseball and basketball talk on my show for the next couple weeks. Uh, but what else? Yeah, just follow me on Stampy JD. It's going to be a lot of fun. Check it out. Kings yeah. and Ducks. And quack, 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 quack. Irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, our teams are sadly irrelevant in, in Southern California right now. Joe from Locked on Wild, where can people find you? Any last thoughts, etc.? First, I uh, appreciate you having me on. You can definitely follow our Twitter account, Locked on Wild. Um, you can follow me personally at Boo number 15 on Twitter as well. And uh, really just uh, if you're looking for Minnesota Wild content, you can follow my written work as well as my co-host written work, Tony Abbott at uh, 10kranks.com. We are uh, a part of a media company called Zone Coverage here in the Twin Cities that uh, covers all sports, but we cover specifically the Minnesota Wild and pretty much everything there. And we'll have uh, loads and loads of draft content there as well. So check that out. It's 10kranks.com and Locked on Wild. Nolan from Locked on uh, Detroit Red Wings. Yeah, so you can find us on Twitter at LO underscore Red Wings. You can follow me personally at Nolan Bianchi. Tune in. It's a good mix of uh, shenanigans and uh, analysis and updating you guys and everything that's going on with the Red Wings organization. We do these things lately called How Do You Feel About It Friday, where you don't even need to be a fan of the Red Wings to tune in. Uh, we just ask each other blank. How do you feel about it for 30 straight minutes? Some, some of it's Red Wings, some of it's hockey, some of it's, you know, apple. we end up deciding to A, do an apple cider tasting taste test blind taste test on a on a live stream and also decided to get an ant farm named the manthony ant farm on those episodes so it, it's a lot of fun go check it out follow us on twitter follow us on instagram at lockdown red wings uh we'll see you guys there that's amazing trey from locked on devils where can people find you and uh any last thoughts for us where can you find me? Find me on Twitter, Trey Matt Four T R E Y M A T T, and the number four. You can find me on Instagram, Trey Emery Matthews. You can also find me on Snapchat. That is the same as my Twitter. So rewind if you want to know that. Whether I add you back or not is totally up to me. And my final thought is, New Jersey, please do not fudge this up, okay? And if anybody out there is listening in the front office position, please take Subban. Please take Zajac. We'll give a. We'll take a bag of potato chips in, in, in return. We just need their contracts gone. 
please. Well, give us a McDonald's meal, something. We'll see what phone calls we can make. And closing things out with Harrison from Locked On Jets, where can people find you and all that great stuff? Well, if you make the unfortunate decision to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at HLLivingLoco, where I talk about the Jets and mostly rant about all the sports teams that I love that suck. Um, you can also follow our podcast Twitter at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. My final thought is, please, for the love of all that is good and holy, do not trade Patrick Line. 2020 sucks. And the last thing I want to see is Line wearing somebody else's jersey. I'm already dying inside. Don't hurt me anymore, please. It's been a long season. been a long year. The last thing, I, I can't deal with more bad Jets news. Let's, let's just have a happy Line day. We get a good draft. We take another finish center. Go Jets, go. And for Locked On Kings, I'm Sarah Avampato. You can find my show at Locked On LA Kings. I'm on Twitter at Wright, said Sarah. That's W-R-I-T-E, said Sarah with an H. And uh, my final thoughts, I'm kind of leaning into Rob Blake, Agent of Chaos. I think that that would be really fun and would give me, yeah, like a whole week's worth of shows of people just wanting to come on the show to be like WTF. So (laughs) Rob Blake, give me something weird. Gonna happen. Love it. (laughs) support that thank you to all of you guys for jumping on our special draft our mock draft show and we will see very soon how right or wrong we all were thanks again to all of my excellent guests for joining me for taking part in this roundtable mock draft discussion I'm, I'm hoping that we can do this every year when there's a draft it was a lot of a lot of fun for all of us if you heard your favorite show on there and you weren't already listening to it make sure you go find them on twitter on social media on your podcast app of choice give them a follow if you found a new show or a new favorite team that you want to follow along with go do all of that this show can be found on twitter at locked on nhl pods make sure you're following it again tune in tonight for our live streamed draft show the links to that will all be up on our twitter at locked on nhl pods Make sure you're subscribed to us wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a rating or a review if you are enjoying this show. Tell a friend all about it and uh, enjoy the draft, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow with Mike and Joe breaking down the results of the first round of the draft. Until next time, this has been Locked on NHL, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.